0: You are now listening to the Q&E Podcast. Is this what you want? Huh? Is this what you want? I'm telling you to get it. What's up, everybody? You are listening to the Q&E Podcast. You're here with your boy Q Hicks right now. I got Edgar on the other line. Edgar, tell the people what's good.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Q&E Podcast. We got a lot to talk about today basketball season is back to regular season all-star weekend is over we got a lot to look forward to march madness selection sunday coming a lot of, a lot of basketball dudes a lot
0: march madness oh i don't even want to talk about that john uh but uh <laughs> but uh y'all already know what the deal is check out dash radio tomorrow for um yeah check out dash radio every thursday at 9 a.m you already know the deal q and e radio go to the nothing but net station or go to dashradio.com slash nothing but net. And let's dive into the conversation of All-Star. It was actually actually All-Star Day. The All-Star Day recap, bro. So what were your reactions to it? Let's start off with the, the events. How do you think all the events went? And do you like how everything ended up playing out?
1: Uh, I really loved... The skills competition, and I love the fact that there were so many. I don't, like, I don't
0: like the new. I don't. I don't like the new competition, bro. It's too simple. Bro. It's way too simple these days, bro. They got to go back to the two thousands one.
1: I, I do agree. Like the the competition itself is simple, but I love the fact that the big man has evolved so much. And we are really getting a lot of upsets. Like we expected Chris Paul to make it all the way to the end, damn near. Like we expected, who? What other guard was in it this year? Uh, Luca, not- when? Not, not a guard, but Luca was in it. Luca yeah. didn't care. Luca was half-assing the whole thing. I was upset. Did Chris
0: Luka. Paul care? Chris Paul I'm blowing layups and shit. <laughs> I ain't going
1: to lie. Chris, Chris Paul cared, but he could have did it harder. But Luca, you just seen it as soon as he started. He didn't give a damn whether he won or not. And I feel like you shouldn't do it if you're going to half-ass it. Just don't do it at all. But I love the fact that big men are taking it serious, and they're showing these guards, look, We can be just as skilled as y'all when it comes to this little competition shit. Now, in game scenarios, y'all might be quicker than us to beat us out, but skill wise, I love the way big man have evolved. I love the way Vucevic like was hitting his shots. I love the way uh, Sabonis was doing his thing. Like I I just love the how the big man just upset everybody this year again. Because I think it's the third or fourth (laughs) time a big man has won it.
0: And I, and I think that's what it is, bro. I think it's the big man trying to prove themselves every year, and that's why they always leap to the front and all the in the uh, in the skills competition. But I don't like how it's changed because damn, bro, it's just way too simple. A couple of passes, a layup, and then you just gotta run down the corner, shoot a three. I feel like it was way more difficult, or way you had to really show some skills, some dribbling skills. I mean, you had the cones you had to go around. It's no more cones, you still had a couple of passes involved, but it just feels way too simple these days. I feel like that shit over in a flash. I feel like that shit really, really felt like something back in the day.
1: But they did have cones. They had, they had, um, they weren't literally cones, but they had the NBA figures that they had to go through. The problem is the players don't actually go through them like players anymore. Like they just lollygag and just. But
0: that, that's through. been around for. A, that's been around for a minute, though. People be trying to be cute for, for the fans. That's been around yeah, for I a minute. You've like, been doing that. I don't early. like that. It's been it's been like that for a minute. And that's with all events, honestly. Cause we've seen that in some um three-point contest, dunk contest. You try to go out there and look cute, you're finna get your ass dusted. That's just what how it is. Exactly. If you come out there, you're prepared, you're warmed up, and you're mentally ready, those are the people that usually win. And the people like the Chris Paul's and the Lucas this year, they really don't care. Chris Paul, he's 37. He just I'm out here for fun, just cause them niggas asked me to. Luca, I'm surprised Luca didn't actually try though.
1: That's the only reason I ain't really mad at Chris Paul, because I'm like, Chris Paul, he an old head in the league now. So he honestly just doing it for fun. He ain't really trying to win it like that. He just wants to do it just to be a part of All-Star Weekend. But Luca, I was pissed at Luca, Like, bro, you young as hell. There ain't no reason you should be lollygagging in any of these contests that you enter in
0: trying to be cute bro that's what it is and what was the other events bro three-point contest we already know what the deal was going to be with steph curry but mike conley showed me a lot though bro <laughs> <laughs> mike conley showed me a lot. i ain't know he had that jumper like that, that jumper hey, he, clean. he scared me a little bit i knew curry was still gonna win right.
1: but i ain't expect him to put that many points so i ain't not expect conley to do that i'm like damn conley touched 27 i was like curry he made curry look like oh shit like i ain't gonna blow nobody out this
0: year Hey and when, when started, hey, and when Curry started, hey, and when Curry started off, he was missing. Too, I was like, "Yo, God, is he choking right now? Is he choking?" But he ended up coming I was through. Like, so
1: Dale, damn! Don't tell me Mike Conley for the uh, make the biggest upset of the season. That was supposed to be the biggest Max. upset of the season, three point contest.
0: But you know, the event that makes us mad every year. I don't. I don't even want to talk. About
1: <laughs> it. I, don't, I don't even want to talk about it, bro. I honestly don't. I really don't want to what? talk.
0: about it. bro? We got to get rid of it, bro. We have to get rid of the dunk contest. It's it's, it's done. We have seen all the dunks. I feel like, bro, and we don't want to see the same dunks every year. We have to get rid of it or get some new dunkers who are not in the NBA in these type of dunk contests. Get these real professional. That. We need to get professional dunkers inside of these dunk contests, bro. Because the players, and the creativity isn't there, especially in this one. This shit was simple as hell. Doing the most simplest dunks. I'm like, bro they and they giving them
1: in-game
0: tens dunks. for that. And you they see my them tweet.
1: <laughs> you see my tweet. I had said regular ass dunk, Kenny. That's a ten. That's a ten.
0: That's what I'm, I'm like, saying, bro, bro. On, bro. that's what I'm, I'm like, saying. Damn. And it's funny because D-Way has said that before the game. Like, we can't go out and give everybody tens. There has to be like a um. Like a standard of what's a 10 and what's not a 10, exactly. bro. And most of those dunks that was going on on Saturday or Sunday were not 10s, bro. Those were 9s or whatever. I think we need to start getting like a 9.5, too, because a lot of them shit really don't be 10s. it would be like, let's get that shit a 9.5 and be cool with it. But I was just really disappointed with the dunk contest. And I think we need to scrap it, bro. You have brought up the one, 1v1. one I'm like, I, I wouldn't be mad yeah. if we I would rather see that, some king of the court type shit, than see the dunk contest, bro. Because the three point contest is really the main event every year. We need to describe that duck contest shit, bro. Truly.
1: I had told Black, I was like, you remember a couple years ago? I forgot who it was for the Hawks, but that nigga ran through the play.
0: <laughs> oh, that was John Collins. Jump, yeah. He tried to jump over a play and he ran through that bitch.
1: I yeah. died last <laughs> week. I was like, bro. We just got to end I remember thing, that bro. shit, bro. That shit, was a,
0: that shit was a whole scene, bro. He had brought everybody. Uh, he, it wasn't like the Tuskegee Airmen type setup he was yes. going for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the hat with the smartphone. Yeah. I'm
1: like, oh, you better make this shit, boy.
0: You that better nigga make foot this foot hit shit. The plane. That nigga foot hit the plane and shit. Oh, Broke the shit whole plane
1: off. I'm like, oh, my God. This is terrible. This sucks. It's just I forgot good. what year
0: that was, but yeah, that, y'all, that, that was bad. Yeah, bro. I think but it was, was like two years ago. That nigga probably would have won this year. <laughs> like whatever. looking at this dunk, dunk contest, he probably would have won. And who
1: did win? I, I don't know. I didn't watch the whole. Simons. Yeah, it was uh, Anthony Simons. That's who won. Simons
0: I won. honestly yeah.
1: only watched like two dunks out of the whole contest. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Only watched like two dunks. And what I feel they could do is though, not regular dunks without props, but dunks with props that we've only seen like one player do, like. I would love to see somebody try to mimic what um what Aaron Gordon did. I would love to see somebody try to mimic uh who else? Ain't um, too many niggas else.
0: doing those type of dunks that Aaron Gordon.
1: But would that's why that's what I'm saying though, bro. Like we want to see something different. Do some shit that we only seen one player do. Like bring back a dunk that we haven't seen in a long time and try to recreate that. We know we can't make up no new shit. So try to recreate some shit that we've only seen one person do. Now, if it's a dunk that we've seen three or four people end up doing, no, they ain't finna turn no heads. But some Eric Gordon type shit or some Zach Levine from the free throw line shit, try to recreate that. And let's see if we can get a new generation player that can recreate them type of dunks. And I feel like those would be worth tens because it's like, hey – we didn't expect to see it the first time. We damn sure don't see nobody else doing it, but prove us wrong and try to do that. I feel like that's the best move. Try to recreate dunks that have been unbelievable.
0: But I think we all we have also come to a point where, like you said, we have seen all the ducks. So we're so we're not easily impressed anymore. So even if you were to do those old ducks from back in the day, those old ducks that was being done back in the day, bro, we're looking at those ducks like, okay, like that, that ain't shit. Even if you was to um do the Vince honey dip. Like I'm not going crazy over that, bro. I'm not. Yeah. So even if you were to do the old ones, I'm just like, I'm not impressed. But when I look at the professional dunkers or the dunkers that um damn, what am I thinking about? Like the street dunkers and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like even when they do dunks I've seen before, they just look it just looks so much different. The energy is different. It just looks way more difficult when they do it. And that's another thing, bro. A lot of these dunkers just make the dunks look too easy. And when you make a dunk look too easy, you don't get the credit you deserve. Cause look, check out Cassius Stanley, bro. That fucking dunk, his first dunk, when he went between the legs off the uh the foot he jumped off of, that dunk is crazy hard, exactly. bro. Exactly. And he exactly. only got a 44 for that. So niggas don't really appreciate how hard that dunk is because he made that shit look so easy. So we, I think I think we just gotta move on to something different, bro. And I even think even when just they dunkers.
1: Even when they played it in slow mo, I'm like, when I seen it in full speed, I was like, whoa, did he just do what I think he did? And then I seen it in slow mo, and he did it like you said under the same leg that he jumped off of. I'm like, bro, that's crazy. Now that gotta be a ten. They try, they tried to the fuck out of him with that. That's why I
0: knew it like, was oh, going bro. down here. Yeah. <laughs> when they, make, they like, gave no, that bro. a forty-four, I was like, all right, man, I see how y'all fact, are
1: going. I, I didn't like the going. fact that I didn't like the fact that it was a bunch of old heads voting this year either. I did not like that at all. The only people who I wanted really their opinion on is Dominique Wilkins and who else? Uh, it, it was maybe like one other old head up that I wanted. Other than that, I'm like, you got to put some younger people uphill. Or should we just do it to our shit? We have the players vote. Did, would the players vote count more in that situation? Do you think younger minds would be more able to grade a good dunk?
0: Or oh, what about just the fans vote for it? I wouldn't be mad at that because I feel like fans are more real than the the judges oh, yeah. that are actually in there. Definitely, we actually really we like oh it's like we know what's a ten and what's not a ten because a lot of those dunks we seen were not tens, bro. And fans know that, but they're they're in there. They feel that MG or whatever those judges do. So they're like ah, let me get it a ten or whatever. But bro, fans would be realistic, and I want to say they used to do that for like the college dunk contest. I think yeah. they used to have the fans vote for it. So you have everybody like text a number or text a score to a certain number, and that's how they like they added that up, and that was the person's score. Something like that needs to become a thing, so that's how they can be judged moving forward. Because that's the only way I think the judging can be fixed. Like the whole dunk right. contest is fucked up, brother. Judging the dunk, like just get rid of it. <laughs> just get rid of it, bro. Or bring in something new. That's it's really at that point right now, bro. It's really at that point. And how did you feel about the actual game? I want to say this though. This was the worst game I think I've ever seen. And I understand it was the pandemic and all that, so I give them that, but this was the worst all-star game I've ever seen. Like I was so uninterested. I, I was so uninterested, bro. I'll let you go first. Why you say that? Bro, it wasn't just the energy. It's just like, bro, They usually it's a, it's usually a thing where they don't play defense for the first half, and then usually things start to tighten up in the second half. You're like, okay, now we're getting some real basketball here. But it felt like all the way through, it was just lollygagging, no energy. Everybody was lifeless. It was layups. It was just whatever the whole game. And it was just like, bro, like I stopped watching in the third quarter, bro. I didn't even watch the four because it's just like, what's the point? Like it's not. it was no tightening up. And that's what you want to see because you already know what the first half is going to be. The dunks is what everybody want to see, the three-pointers. But the second half is usually the exciting part like, okay, we're going to get some defense. Okay, now we're going to get some real basketball. And that never came. And I was just like, man, it just wasn't exciting. Like you said, the fans could have been a big part of that. That's why I say I I shoot them that bell, but this was the worst one I've seen, bro. Truly. I don't think
1: it's the worst I've seen. I can't just say that right off the top of my head. Like I would, probably have to think because the last five six years i'm pretty sure i could pull maybe one other one that i feel like might have been worse than this one but like you said the fans that's why i said before all-star break even got here i felt like it just wasn't going to be the same none of this was going to be the same because the fans are such an integral part of all of this the all-star game and all of all-star weekend feeds off of the fans we weren't gonna get what we wanted in that all-star game because the fans weren't there. Like you were going to just get layups and Zion missed. Like, I don't think Zion missing four dunks in a row. If you got a stadium full of fans watching him, I don't think that's happening. I don't think we are gonna get a bunch of layups and like a bunch of lolly gas plays and shit. If the fans are there, I feel like when the fans are there and the crowd is just wrong, you got celebrities like b- by the boatload on the sidelines and shit. I feel like everybody plays different. I feel like the energy is there, and I just feel like it's way more fun. And I don't think the players have fun. LeBron barely touched the court at all. Granted, LeBron yeah. 36. LeBron 36, he probably is at that age now where he's the OG, and he don't have to play that much. But I expected LeBron to play way more than what he did. LeBron was like, bro, I'm going to watch y'all. And that's play. what I'm saying, I'm- bro.
0: It was just so lifeless. And like I said, the big part was the fans. Like, you can go back to other blowouts. I've seen blowouts in the All-Star game. That wasn't the problem. It was just the lifelessness, bro. It was just like mm-hmm. the, I had no energy watching that. wasn't hyped. Even when somebody dunked, I was like, okay, like, all right, like that's how I felt the whole game watching it, bro. I was like, that's why I had to stop watching it because, like, I'm no, I'm watching for nothing at this point. Like nothing crazy right is gonna happen. It's a blowout too, so it's just like, but uh, Bron- it, it, it really Bron- along me.
1: with. LeBron, along with other players, they a lot of them were saying, like, we're just mentally not here. Yes, we're physically yeah, here, but ment- mentally, I'm not focused on the all-star game right now. A lot of them didn't even really want the all-star weekend to come. Like they just wanted they yeah. what four or five days off and then that'd be it. And then they come right back. Cause they everybody plays again tonight. I think the first games have started already. But now they start I, I don't playing the they start playing tomorrow. All,
0: I thought it was, I, I, it's a couple of games tonight, but most people start playing tomorrow.
1: Oh, okay. I was about to say I thought it was at least one or two games tonight. But um, yeah, a lot of them mentally checked out for all-star weekend. It was like, hey, we're finna take this time to And it looked we'll like it, bro. And we, it didn't really
0: look like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: we'll play because we have to, but it ain't finna be what y'all expecting.
0: And that's what I'm saying, that's how it looked too. And they gave off that vibe. Usually, you know what I'm saying? You get around other players, you get excited, you know what I'm saying? you seeing your boys again. But it still just felt life was like, bro. You know, Bron them can make a an occasion something big, even with no fans. But it still felt right. lifeless, even though, even though Steph was going crazy. Steph did his thing. I think Giannis what got MVP, even though I think damn, damn, that should have got it. But they're gonna give it to Giannis or whatever. But you know, nah, what I'm saying everybody they, was doing their thing.
1: I wasn't mad at Giannis getting it. Giannis shot 16 for 16. I I can't. I can't. That nigga was front. hitting
0: shots that it's he down. doesn't even hit in games. I was like, this nigga here, yeah, that's happy as fuck, boy.
1: That's what he I'm saying. He, he, he was playing like crazy. I was like, I can't be mad that Giannis got it. Dame snapped, though. Dame and Curry, the way they was both just, cool cool from the logo. Yeah, I'm like, bro, yeah, that's your, this yeah, shit yeah. crazy. I'm like, bro, what? That Iman Sumper video, bro? What you old? Like,
0: <laughs> Hey, and somebody was having that conversation before, like, and I think I was listening to Gilbert Arenas because like Gilbert Arenas was one of the first people to actually start taking like deep three pointers like yep. from the hash. And I think every ever since then it's like starting to get pushed back and pushed back more. And now people are taking three pointers from the logo comfortably. And it's just like, where are we gonna go from here? Like, are niggas gonna start shooting from like behind the, the half court line because it's gonna be that easy for niggas? Like, what? When are we going to draw the line on how deep? This shit can't really get, bro, because this shit is getting out of hand. Dame and Steph are pulling up from half court with ease, still shooting the same form. Like, when is that shit going to stop? That's some crazy shit, bro. But I, I feel like that's shit.
1: rare. That that's very rare with players. I don't think. But it it's going to become a trend. That's that's
0: the, the point, team. though. That's the point. Yeah. Like Gilbert Arenas mm-hmm. when Gilbert Arenas, then it was like nobody was doing it, but it became a trend. A couple years later, everybody else started shooting them deep threes. Then Curry got into the league, and you already know what Curry did to the game. And now mm-hmm. him is now him and Lillard and Trey Young. And you got, got Braun shooting from damn near the logo. So I'm like it's that logo shot is becoming popular now. It's like more people are starting to pick up on that. So and the half court is next. So damn, it's like damn niggas gonna be pulling from half court with ease and during the actual game. That's next. Because I tell you, everybody usually catches up to that trend. I'm telling you, bro. And do you think there should be a four-pointer in the NBA?
1: I was just gonna ask you, do you think that would lead to an extra point? I do. Like like I we do. seen with the uh, the three-point contest. I like how they added the Mountain Dew ball this year. It wasn't just the money balls. You had the three-point um, it was you had the, the one ball regular balls, the two ball, money ball, and you had the mountain dew three ball. The way they added a point with that, do you feel like in the next 15 years or so? I I'll say 15 within the next 15 years, could you see that? I wouldn't be surprised. Yes, sir. Yes. Would I want it? May I probably wouldn't. You won't. Want it you cause. won't
0: like it. You won't like it at first, bro, because it's something new, and everything new is like, ah, damn, a four pointer. But you are gonna get used to it, and you like, oh fuck with this shit, because everybody gonna but, be hitting them bitches.
1: But bro, I feel like it's because we just grew up watching. A different era of basketball i feel like once that happens we'll probably be old heads mentally and that's what i'm not. saying no i know i won't like it at first if it gets to that i'm gonna be like bro i don't like this four point now over time i'll probably get exactly. used to it but at first knowing me like we grew up watching early 2000s basketball all the way to now what we're seeing so we're used to nothing more than threes and we've gradually gotten used to the logo shit now I can't imagine myself wanting a player to shoot a four-pointer. Like, no, I just can't imagine myself wanting that.
0: I'm going to see it, bro, because imagine what the people in, like, the 70s thought when they brought up the three-point line. Nobody started really shooting threes until the 90s, really. And the Mm. three-point line got got involved in the league in, like, the 70s. So for, like, a 10 to 13-year stretch, niggas was still not shooting threes for real. Only, like, specialists were shooting threes. But it became more of a thing. You get accustomed to it. Okay, this shot is becoming easier for me now. And you get used to it. And now you see more and more people doing it. And now everybody likes the three. It's still them old heads like, like, man, it's too many threes in today's game, shit like that. But for the most part, it's a more enjoyable game for everybody to watch because the shit is exciting. The deeper threes, that's what everybody wants. Like niggas don't want to see the crazy dunks no more. We still want to see dunks. But the three-pointers have become way more exciting. And I think that's a reason why the three point contest should be the the main event for that shit, because uh, for the All Star Weekend, because the three point that's contest, what the
1: game is now, yeah.
0: That's what I'm saying. That's what the game is. A three point is the dunks is cool, but we want to see the threes, my nigga. And I think that's how it's gonna start flipping, bro. And we're seeing the transition right now, bro. I truly, but think, I
1: think bro. I think when they integrated the three point line into the NBA, I feel like that was more than just giving them another point to aim for. I feel like the three-point line also helped with ball placement. I feel like it helps you with figuring out plays like and where to set players up and shit. I feel like the three-point line helped out way more than just adding that extra point to aim for. So I feel like the three-point line added something extra. The four-point line... I feel like it would strictly be, like, you only out here this far because you finna pull from out here. Like, you ain't finna set up no screens. You ain't finna set up no pick and rolls this damn deep. Like, you oh, only yes out here for one reason. Because they already doing like, it, bro. They already doing
0: already it. already
1: got full-court friends. in the
0: day. But I'm talking about with the dames and with the the steps, you're already setting screens, damn that half court, because players are scared that they're going to pull from that deep nowadays. So imagine in 15 years how niggas' mentality is going to be set up. Like, oh, this nigga going to pull a logo. I got to guard this nigga at half court. So that's when the screens will happen, closer to half court and not by the three-point line. It's going to be more spread out. And that's going to help with the spacing of the game because that's why people shoot deep threes nowadays because it's helped with spacing. If a nigga not going to guard me at the logo, it's like, I'm going to shoot it. You're not guarding me out here. So, that's it's all with spacing, bro. And it's going to he- keep helping with spacing the more they bring that three-point line out. So, I wouldn't be mad at it, bro. Like you said, it's going to be hard to get accustomed to at first, but a four-point play or four-point uh, shot, I wouldn't be mad. Would not yeah, be mad. Everybody,
1: everybody younger than us going to love it. I feel like anybody our age and older, we're going to hate it at first and then just get used to it.
0: Any other takes on All-Star Weekend All-Star Day?
1: <laughs> nah. Uh, oh. I, I like the um thing that Bleacher Report did with um the celebrity two on two with Quavo and Jack Harlow and two chains a little baby <laughs> oh you
0: watch that shit. <laughs>
1: I, I ain't watch all of it, but but I watch some of it though. Cause I know Quavo can hoop, and Two Chains Two Chains got knee problems, but I know Two Chains can hoop, and he used to be a hooper for real back in college. I was nigga, that, that nigga, so nigga yeah. Two
0: Chains was D one. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: so yeah. I, I wanted to watch from that aspect, and Little Baby can't play worth a damn. So I was like, this shit is gonna be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so I felt like that was cool. I like that whole two on two celebrity shit, like of players that can uh... actually play. My one of <laughs> I love the celebrity game mm-hmm. each year. But one of my problems with the celebrity game is sometimes they do pick celebrities that like really don't play, and I feel like that kind of makes me not like it sometimes. But if you get in celebrities that can really hoop, because Quavo had said he was like, "Bro, I'm the I'm the best celebrity basketball player," and that struck up a whole lot of conversation Fantastic. over the weekend. Yep. That yep. was a lot of conversation. Everybody was like, "Whoa, we're gonna ignore Chris Brown? We're gonna ignore Master P, who actually did play in the league? We're gonna ignore uh, Master P? Is like fifty years old? <laughs> no." No, but they just saying though, like you you ain't the greatest celebrity basketball player now. It, it's other niggas that can get that time. I feel like oh, yeah. Chris Brown, Chris Brown will definitely give it to Quavo. Who Cameron, J. Cole. Cole. J. Cole, J. Cole that nigga play. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I I hope that urges other celebrities to like actually that can hoop to actually play and do the two on two thing. I, and I think we I feel like- not with that.
0: Yeah, and I feel like the two versus two will be way more appealing than the five on five, the actual All star celebrity game. The two on two is way more appealing to me, bro. It's going to be over quick. we only going to 21. I ain't got to be out there all day and shit like that. The two on two, quick and easy. I'm with my niggas. We're cooling. I'm, I'm not mad at that, bro. It give you a real big three vibe. Two's like only half court. Yeah, I'm fucking with it. I'm fucking with it. So I wouldn't be mad, bro. I want to see I want to see Chris Brown in there because I haven't seen Chris Brown hoop in some years, and he be talking mm-hmm. all this shit. <laughs> so I want to see this nigga on the court sometime soon, bro, for sure.
1: He can do everything, so I'm sure he can still play. <laughs> that man could do everything. I've never seen a person that could just do everything. <laughs> yeah, that shit crazy. All
0: right, bro, let's move on to some other news in the NBA. We got Blake Griffin going to the Nets. <sighs> What's your reaction to this news, bro?
1: Um. The Brooklyn Nets have no excuse whatsoever at all. To any extent, they have no excuse to not win the championship. That's my take on it. Blake Griffin has not attempted a dunk, let alone made a dunk, since 2019. So he's definitely a different player now, but he's still very good. He's a good asset to have. Uh, They didn't have to lose DeAndre Jordan, I don't think. So they still got DeAndre Jordan if they want to add him to anything. So when KD come back, everybody healthy. I'm expecting this team to easily win the championship this year. So that's all I got to say. Anything less than winning the championship is a failure.
0: Uh, I was kind of iffy on the move, to be honest with you, bro, because I don't think he will be in closing lineups for this team is what I will say. I think Jeff green is a better fit for this team than somebody like a Blake Griffin. Cause like I said before, I think Jeff Green is one of the most underrated players in the league and he can do everything on the court and defensively. He's going to be an asset. And I was like, if you got a Kyrie on the floor, a Harden on the floor, Katie on the floor, a DeAndre Jordan could have could be out there. Do you want a Blake Griffin or a Jeff Green when it comes to defense and also shooting the three ball? I'm like, I think I would rather take a Jeff Green. So when I seen this move, I was just like, yeah, he's a talented piece and a big name, but. I think I would rather stick with that, and I would have rather seen them go for a big, big man and an actual rim protector than somebody like a Blake Griffin. So I'm real iffy on the move right now because is he going to be somebody that's cool with standing in the corner or does Blake Griffin want his shots still? Like, I don't know where Blake Griffin is at in his career. and You have a lot of people that want shots on that team, bro.
1: I think Blake Griffin will be okay understanding that he won't get his shots every night, and I feel he can still be a big defensive presence. Like, I still think Blake Griffin has a lot left in the tank, Granted, with Detroit, we just didn't hear much, didn't see much, and I feel like a lot of people just forgot about him. But he stayed healthy. <laughs> to, he, he stayed healthy this whole die, <laughs> the whole time. gonna die, boy.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: you said Dennis Smith Junior. gonna revive them? I'm like, nah, we need a. Oh, he been hooping
0: game. out there. You sleep? I think my boy got a triple double one game. I was like, yeah,
1: he. Hooping, yeah. Hooping. I don't. I don't know about reviving the franchise. <laughs> I, like,
0: like, I, ain't I mean, bro, this. he wasn't even. He was about to go to the G League a month ago and now he out here getting triple doubles in the league like hey my nigga hey i'm happy i'm happy right i
1: mean it's detroit you just gotta hit 25 (laughs) one night (laughs) and they go and they're not gonna get rid of you (laughs) but but i feel like blake is still great defensively i probably would pick somebody like a jeff green over him just because offensively he is better than blake but i feel defensively that still provide the same thing
0: yeah, bro, that was the only thing, because obviously name-wise, and I think Blake Griffin, I think Blake Griffin honestly just hasn't been dunking because he don't want to waste his body on somebody like the Pistons. Like, I'm not I'm not yes. y'all, my my whole athleticism anymore. I think as soon as he get on exactly. the next, we're going to see Blake Griffin dunking. Now, he ain't going to be old, Blake. I don't want y'all to think he's going to be old, Blake, but he's going to be dunking again for sure, bro. But, yeah, it's just that thing. I don't think he's going to be in closing lineups. But if they would have got somebody like a DeAndre, not a DeAndre Jordan, but an um, a Andre Drummond. That's somebody I really want to see them get. So I think if they get Andre Jumman, that shit is really cemented for a championship. But this doesn't cement championship to me, getting Blake Griffin, because that low post rim protection is still a gap in y'all arsenal. Like y'all got the scoring, y'all got all the offense y'all need, but y'all still don't have any rim protection. So somebody like the Lakers could take advantage of y'all with somebody like an AD. Like AD could still abuse y'all in the paint because... Blake Griffin can't call him (laughs) Blake Griffin can't call him uh you can't really throw a body at him you know what I'm saying so I think yeah I think that's just something to look forward to for sure for sure and let's dive into LaMarcus Aldridge just heard this news a couple of hours ago they said that the Spurs are letting him go so what do you think his best landing spots are I want to say he is 33 years old right now so do you think he can still help a contending team
1: Uh, I do. I don't see any injury playing any big part in where he goes. Uh, thirty-three, still in his prime. Let me see. Uh, yeah. Where do I picture? What can I picture him going? Uh, like championship-wise, or just anywhere? Anywhere he can contribute. Yeah, anywhere he
0: can contribute.
1: Boston. I wouldn't be mad if he went to Boston. I feel like that'll give them an upgrade that way. They're not just heavily relying on Tatum and um brown too much and we was talking about would kimba still stay in boston would you trade a kimba walker for a lamarcus uh lamarcus are, well no not if um what you call it san antonio he's 35
0: years old excuse me he's 35 oh 35 oh okay 35 years old, Ooh, okay. he's 35 years old. <laughs> yeah. hey boy lamarcus Ooh. been in the league for a cool minute he's been boy, in the league since 06
1: Damn! Hold on, now no, no two
0: years make a difference. Hold on, <laughs> <laughs> that nigga is thirty-five years old, and he ain't LeBron. So <laughs> how you feel? Uh, how you feeling about that shit, bro? <laughs>
1: see, a thirty-three-year-old, a thirty-five-year-old. Now I'm talking different. Now, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I still feel like he ain't LeBron when it comes to staying healthy, but he's still he's still decent. I, I still feel like Boston would be a good fit if they could find a way to get him. I feel like that'll help Boston get over the playoff hump that they're always usually in. So that would be a good destination for
0: me. You already know what I'm going to say, bro. Miami. <laughs> Any big man that's on the market, I'm going to say Miami, bro. And he's 35, and his game really isn't based on athleticism. So I think he can still give you some good shots. He's always been a, a solid defensive presence at, with San Antonio, at least. So I think he can give you something behind a BAM out of the bio. I don't think he's giving you nothing crazy, but solid production, I wouldn't be mad at that. And I think that's a team that really has a gap in that front line. And BAM is hurt. Like, he's seriously injured. He's been out for, like, the past week and a half now, and he's still not going to be back for tomorrow's game. So that's something to really look at because <laughs> uh you have Kelly Olenek as his backup. You do not want to rock with that. Myers Leonard. <laughs> Myers Leonard. We, we just seen what happened with that nigga the other day, with that, that racial comment. But he was yeah. hurt even before that. He was hurt mm-hmm. for the season. So he wasn't going to play anyway. So you have no backup center for Bam, and Bam is going to be out for – uh, I don't know how long he's gonna be out, but he's gonna be out for a cool amount of time. So, uh, somebody like a Marcus Aldridge will be needed in Miami, in my opinion.
1: Well, I'm about to say that makes sense because he would be definitely needed, like they it's open for vacancy at that point. So, Miami is a good spot, but I'm speaking from a, a point of championship contender team right now. I feel like Boston would be the perfect fit.
0: And how did you feel about those Myers <laughs> Leonard's comments, bro? What did, what you did feel he even say? That?
1: I know he said some Jewish slurs, <laughs> like what i hey. Jewish. <laughs> So when I seen Jewish slurs or whatever I'm like I don't even know what words to think of cuz I'm I'm not Jewish. What did he say?
0: And it's funny, and it's funny bro cuz when I watched the the video of what he said, I was like what did he say? Like I didn't catch what he said. I thought he said nigga or something cuz they said racial slur. They didn't say Jew, Jewish Jewish uh, racial slur when I had read it. So I'm like he didn't say nigga, so what did he say? So I re- I'm reading the comments and like like oh yeah, he said kike. And they said kike is like some oh, racial slur. I don't yeah. know what it means, but they said yeah. he said kike or whatever and that's something that's really you know, what I'm saying heralded in that Jewish community, and that's why he he's getting yeah. uh, punished by the the NBA. The Heat say he can't even be close to the team. But like I said, he wasn't even playing anyways, and he was hurt for the season. So it's just like he, they're just telling him to stay away, and he really he wasn't on the team anyway. But yeah, yeah. Did you, have um, a, did you feel away?
1: I didn't. I didn't necessarily feel away because I'm not Jewish and I'm not white. So, but I do understand where the Jewish community is coming from, the same way we feel about. Um, other races using the N word. I know Jewish people feel some type of way about them using that word because I've I've heard I've heard before that that word is like a slur to their community. So um, I feel like that was a dumbass thing to do. Not you shouldn't be caught saying stuff like that. You shouldn't be saying stuff like that at all if that's not <laughs> what you are but um yeah.
0: <laughs> hey bro because but, yeah. because it was it was it, it was in a call of duty chat room because y'all already know if y'all don't play it, games period y'all know what go down in those nah. chat rooms. you say you say a lot of shit i'm not giving this man no pass but you say a lot of shit in there i have been called some niggas and shit all in the call of duty halo chat rooms so i'm just For saying real? like i'm not surprised that happened from, from <laughs> somebody like a Miles litter because when you get into a heated, heated battle like that you say some shit. I'm just saying, but right, so slurs get thrown around a lot of ways. For real. <laughs> so that's all I'm gonna say. I'm not giving him no pass. That's still a bad thing. But hey, <laughs> it goes down down there. And For let's real. talk about Dak Prescott. Big money, Dak, bro. I think that got what he got. A four year, 160, 160. Yep. 160 million dollar deal. I think he has the highest signing bonus at 66 million. And he will be getting mm-hmm. paid $75 million in the first year of his contract. Some wild shit. <laughs> so, bro, what is your reaction to the Dak deal, bro?
1: Glad he got paid. It was just too damn much.
0: It book. was just too
1: damn much. <laughs> like I, Honestly, and I, I don't hate Dak. Let me just make sure I say that every single time. I don't hate Dak. I like Dak. I think he's talented. He could be top 10 quarterback, top five quarterback when he's playing at his best. But recency bias shows you have not earned that type of money. In my opinion, you just have not earned that big-ass contract. Were you hurt? Yes. Should you make sure you're straight for the rest of your life because you're giving your body so much to this organization? Yes, you should get paid. But I still feel like there has to be some earning in this type of situation. I can't just throw you $160 million, making you the second-highest-paid quarterback in the league now, and you only got one playoff win. Like, what? Come on now, bro. Like, no NFC championships, Time no out. nothing. Like, Time what? Out. And you're always in a battle every year in your division? Like, Time no. no out, bro. I, I
0: y'all wasn't saying this. Y'all wasn't saying this. And obviously, the money is different now because Stafford got paid a few years ago. Or got paid like five years ago. But when his deal went down, he was one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the league. And he didn't do nothing in the playoffs. But y'all, I heard nothing. When it came to Matthew Stafford about him not earning his deal, this, that, and the third. I mean, golf done got paid, even though golf done went to Super Bowl. Wentz ain't did shit.
1: and he got paid. I, I don't so agree. why? Don't,
0: so why we're, why are we looking at Dak like man? Why why are you getting paid when we didn't say nothing about the Staffords, the Daks or my Staffords, the golfs, the Wentz when they get paid? It's like nah don't Dak it. deserve his money too. I don't agree with them
1: getting that type of money either. And you know, I like Matt Stafford. I'm a Matt Stafford advocate. I don't feel like he should be getting paid that much money either. Even though I think he's very good. You've been on the lions. Lions ain't been shit. As great as you are, the lions ain't been shit. So I can't just give you a big ass payday just cause, you know what I'm saying? So I don't feel like they should get that type of money either, but just because they getting it, that don't mean we just got to keep letting yes, other people. Yes, it It's all, no, it's, it's a, le- no, it's a leap
0: fraud gang, bro. It really doesn't matter. Like, this is what I'm gonna say because the highest paid quarterbacks or the best quarterbacks in the league aren't the highest paid quarterbacks, honestly. Like, I think Aaron Rodgers is like fifth when it comes to uh best quarterbacks or highest paid. I want to say Russ is like a fourth, and you don't know, I don't know where Deshaun Watson is paid, but they're not up there with the Mahomes and nothing like that. So, we don't say anything about that. But when the, the other players or the other quarterbacks get paid, it's a leapfrog game, bro. When you're, this, when you're somebody up to get paid, you're going to jump over somebody like a Russell Wilson, bro. That's just how the QB market is. It's not fair. We can't say he don't earn the money because that's just how the market. You are worth what they are willing to pay you. And it's always a leapfrog game. When Russell Wilson got paid, it was like, okay, the next person up. When uh Mahomes got paid, it's like, okay, it's the next person up. So when Lamar Jackson gets paid, he probably will get paid more than that because it's a leapfrog game. And then after Lamar gets paid, Kyler Murray will get paid because it's a leapfrog game. That's just how it goes. It doesn't matter if you're worth it or not. It's just how the market is in the NFL. If you are the next quarterback up, bro, that's how it goes. You're going to leapfrog each other.
1: I understand the market, but I feel like there has to be some – there there have to be some type of earning to some of this money. Like, I, I just can't. I don't know. That's the way I <laughs> uh, But one playoff
0: win – it's tough to win a playoff game in the NFL, bro. A lot of quarterbacks can't even say that in the NFL but, that they even won a playoff game. But when your team has been,
1: that team has been talented ever since he got drafted. The the Cowboys have been a playoff team. Like, they should have been a deep playoff team ever since Dak and Zeke have gotten to the Cowboys. And the fact that you only have one playoff win after all this hype over, what, ever since 2016, 2016, 2017? Like, come on, bro. Only one playoff win? I can't excuse that.
0: I just can't. you can't really blame Dak for them only having one playoff win. Like, wins are a team stat. That doesn't have anything to do with what just Dak is doing, bro. Oh, That's don't, do that. You don't can't, do that. You can't You can't. Do go, that. bro, especially when it comes to getting money, bro. You cannot go by what a team stat and wins are, bro. We you count wins a so stat.
1: much with quarterback stats. You we can't go by a team so stat. Much. You can't go
0: by a team stat. You cannot go by, like, like I said, with, with Matt Stafford, bro. With Like I said, with Matt Stafford. What I like I said with Matt Stafford, his team was probably 6 and 10 when he actually got paid for real. They were 6 and 10 when he got paid. That and he wasn't doing shit. That's a team stat, but they know he was still good. And like that, they knew that was good, but the team just didn't perform, didn't show up. So you can't go by wins when it comes to paying a quarterback, bro.
1: You can't I don't know. I feel like we we count wins with every quarterback stat, but when it comes to getting paid, we don't want to count wins. I don't feel like no. Nah, we bro. look at we, we look, look at that when it comes
0: 100%. to We look at that when it comes to legacy, yes. When it comes to legacy, when you look at, okay, what's your playoff success when it comes to legacy? But when it comes to getting paid, it's like, no, that's what you're doing on the field. Are you performing? Are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? If you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, we can't go by what uh, the team collective is doing. It's like, no, if Dak is putting up 5,000 yards, it's like, we got to just go with Dak. He's putting up the numbers because there's no excuse for y'all not to give Dak his money when he giving y'all the, what it was, the highest, highest passing yards a couple of years ago. Before he got hurt, mm-hmm. I think it was the highest passing yards. Yeah. So you can't say he not performing because he gave me all the stats. I and mean, you can't go by the team wins.
1: But, but when I say not performing, I just mean in the sense of statistically, I'm sure there's plenty of stats to argue what I'm saying on not performing. But I mean just coming up short, not fulfilling the checklist that you are being given. Like you're on, quote, unquote, America's team. And your team has been talented ever since you have gotten on this team. Yes, you may not have had a top three defense every year, but you've had a top defense, top ten defense ever since you've been on this team. You have one of the top running backs in the league on your team every single every single season. Like I, I just, I don't know. You got you every now and then. You have possibly the best o line in the league, even if it's not number one. You got not top no five, not top no 10. move. Well, not no more. That, and that's very recent. That's recent as hell that he doesn't. So the fact that leading up all the way to this point, you've had a a decent to, and you're you're that Prescott. You're great enough to make some shit shape with a decent O line. It ain't like that Prescott need a perfect O line to do some shit. So I don't know. I just can't keep creating excuses for him. I want him to get paid, but I just don't think he's second highest paid quarterback in the league type paid. I don't think he's worth that. That's all I'm saying.
0: Do I think he's worth it? No, but you are what the market is telling you. What the market is. The market is telling us that Prescott has to get paid more than uh, Russell Wilson right now. That's what the market is telling us because we know how it is. It's going to jump. When Lamar Jackson get paid, he's going to be above that because in a couple of years, we're going to be looking at that like, damn, that can't get paid shit. Like that $40 million ain't nothing. And in a couple of years, we're going to be saying that. And that's how we look at what most of the quarterback deals. When we look at somebody like a um a Stafford deal or a Garoppolo deal back then, it's like damn Garoppolo getting paid way too much. But you look at their deals now, and it's just like those are solid deals, bargain deals at this point for the for the talent of those quarterbacks. So that's how it is. So in a couple of years, we're gonna be saying that ain't getting paid too much, ain't getting paid crazy like we think you're getting
1: paid. Oh, yeah, we'll we'll definitely say that about a lot of quarterbacks. Like we'll be like, I remember when this person signed for this, but this person signed for this. It that's was like that I'm with saying. the NBA. With the NBA a few years ago when we started yeah. seeing these ridiculous ass numbers and now we used to it. We used to these crazy
0: That's numbers. what I'm saying. Cause the cap space is going to keep going up, bro. So they got to pay you. The quarterback is the most important position. So they're going to pay you the most. And the cap going to keep going up, even though the cap dropped this year, but the next years and the years after that, when the fans get back in there, I feel like, rising, bro.
1: I feel like in the future, every sport, and, it, and this might happen either when we get old, or it may not even happen in our lifetime. But I feel like in the future, there will be no salary cap for any sport, like how it is with baseball. Ooh, there's no I salary can't see
0: that. cap. I, can't I feel see like
1: that. that's why I said we might be old as hell, or we we might not even be alive by the time this happens. But I feel like the way shit just keeps rising with these other sports, I I would not be surprised, bro, if there's no salary cap with any sport uh-huh. in
0: the future. You can't do that, bro, because everybody's going to be wanting to get paid. It's not like baseball, bro. You can't say, oh, because baseball. You just can't say just because baseball, dude. It's 53 niggas on a team, bro. Baseball only got like what? Uh, How many niggas on the baseball field? Nine? Nine players on the baseball field? So you're nine players, bro. I
1: about to say you got like. Maybe five, six extra players. Yeah, five, six. six
0: niggas off the bench. It's like, bro, that's 14 players and y'all ain't playing. That's cool. But when you're paying something like the NFL where you got 53 to 70 players, it's going to be like everybody wants a piece of the pie at that point, bro. So it's going to be like somebody like um Aaron Donald, who's obviously one of the best players in the league. He's going to be wanting quarterback money because that's, obviously, that's honestly where his value is. So he's going to be asking for something crazy, even though his, his market value isn't that.
1: But then... That's why I said everybody gonna have to earn your shit. You want that type of money? Earn it. We ain't finna just give it to you because that's what you're valued at. Earn that shit. We gonna give you a list of what we need. I seen Gilbert Arenas say this um on the shit he did yesterday with Stephen A. Smith. Like he got his money, and Stephen A. said you better be worth that 111 million dollars. And Gilbert Arenas, like when he went to sign for that shit, his max was 127. And they gave, they, at first they offered him like 88 to 90. And he was like, I don't know. I feel like I might be worth more than that. And the owner told him, he was like, bro, you've done everything we've asked you to do. You have earned it. Like you've turned this franchise around. Like we're not just trying to live off of the Jordan shit that we have for a year or two. Like, no, you have become agent zero. You've turned the Wizards around and you're making this destination more attractive to star players. You feel that shit out. Ask for the max if you want the max, and he still didn't even try to get the max. So that's why I'm saying, bro, you have to find a way to make these players earn it. I know their market value might speak for but itself, that, but that's going to take away from getting earned bro. at
0: that point. That's going to take away from that at that point. The the system that we currently have now, other than quarterbacks, is a earn it business. If you give it, if you say it's no salary cap, niggas is gonna ask for money. They ain't even earned, bro. You give it, you you taking away the salary cap. Niggas you gonna go crazy. No. You, you they're gonna be no. crazy bro they still I'm but people still gonna be asking for money they're not earning bro they're gonna ask for money they're not earning is what i'm saying so the salary cut we got now like i said other than quarterback every other position is basically you have to earn it so I, I think there it's a it's a solid system what we have in place right now if you say no salary cap bro it's gonna be defensive tackles asking for 30 40 million bro Crazy shit. Shit, we never seen before. But that's what they're gonna be asking for. And niggas probably gonna give it to him. Cause if they leave, the team gonna be in shambles. Like if yeah, Aaron Donald left the Rams, it. if Aaron Donald left the Rams, they're not the same team. They're not the same defense. Because if he asks for 40 million, if they don't give it to him, he's leaving, bro. So they're gonna have to have to give him that 40 million because he's that big of a piece, even though we know that's quarterback money, but they're gonna have to give it to him because he's that big of a deal. So I think I think that's gonna change the whole shift of the NFL. That's why I
1: said we're, we'll probably be dead and gone by the time that shit happened. But I honestly wouldn't be surprised if my if our grandkids or great grandkids live in a world where the sports world in total has no salary cap. I wouldn't be surprised by that.
0: Yes, sir. And free agency starts on Monday, so definitely be on the lookout for that. I do heard a key, a couple of key teams. Um, I think Aaron Jones. I don't mm-hmm. think he's coming back to the Packers, and it's a it was somebody else. Another big name that isn't coming back to oh, uh
1: Emmanuel Sanders, he's not gonna be he out and of Emmanuel Sanders the ain't coming yeah. back.
0: It's gonna be an interesting, uh interesting um
1: offseason. Oh, uh shout out to the Buccaneers. We uh franchise tag Chris Godwin. Thank you, thank you. I don't Mike know Emmons. how much
0: I like that, bro.
1: Thank I you, Mike. Much I like that. Thank you for taking less money because now. Where we're opening shit up for all these other players. Now, granted, uh Shaq, I think Shaq and Levante David now are free agents now. Since now Levante just got signed back. He did okay. It was somebody else. It was Shaq and somebody else that they named who are on um, free agents now. Now that we franchise tag Chris Godwin. But I'm not mad at the fact we franchise Chris because I'm like, bro, we have to keep this duo together. Because in order to help Brady lead us to another championship. I feel like keeping his offensive firepower as deep as it is, I feel like that's the best move forward. So I'm I'm not going to be mad if we were to lose a Shaq Barrett, even though I love Shaq Barrett to death. I feel like helping Brady out for the most part is the most important thing because our defense is still sound. Our secondary has stepped up a lot, and our defensive line is still top-notch. So I'm not too mad about losing a Shaq Barrett as great as he is.
0: I think they said Chris Godwin going to get somewhere like $17 million in the franchise mm-hmm. tag. That's right. crazy money for somebody like a Chris Godwin, bro. I don't oh, think he's he's gonna get that option. on the opera. He could be a number one option. For the Bucks.
1: No, I'm not saying for the – Mike Evans is number one option for the Bucs. I'm saying Chris Godwin can definitely be a number one option on the football team. Like, all but if you're the, the Bucs, Bucks.
0: you could have got Antonio Brown back. And you already got Scottie Miller. And I like number 18, even though I'm blanking on his name, Tyler Johnson. I mm-hmm. like what y'all got. If y'all would have let God I would walk, I truly would have been cool with that. Because I think y'all would have brought back Brown. Y'all would have got back my boy Scotty. Y'all would have got Fournette. Everybody would have been cool. Levante, even though Levante still coming back, I think everybody could have brought back if y'all didn't sign him. But I think it's uh, – I don't know, bro. It was too Ron, much I'm to
1: telling you, keep, keeping Chris Godwin was a very important thing. I'm glad we did that. I don't see no
0: problem with it. I think, so. I, I think it's going to be some players that walk out the door – That you don't realize their impact now, that we're big. Like an endometic sue. Are you can you sign a sue back because you just got a a Godwin back? Sue was big. Sue was holding it down when Via was out. Sue was holding it down when Via Veda was out.
1: Plus, um, what you call it? Uh Bruce Arians said that um we weren't letting your ass go nowhere. Like Bleacher report quoted him saying, we weren't letting Chris go nowhere. We keeping Chris out of everybody, that's one person who we are keeping. So Bruce Arians and everybody else on the organization feel the same as I do. I feel like Chris Godwin, out of all them names that you said, is the most important name to keep. Because that dual threat of him on one side and Mike Evans on the other. That's some scary shit, bro. And that's the best wide receiver duo in the league. I said it when the playoffs started, and I'm going to keep saying it now. After the, we don't want, we got the best play. We got the best wide receiver core in the league.
0: A wide receiver core.
1: I'm mm-hmm. going to say,
0: y'all don't got the best wide receiver duo. I don't think I got the best wide receiver duo. Well, I guess we do. To the, uh, y'all got the Falcons. No, the Falcons got y'all beat, buddy. Hell no. Nah. Falcons got y'all beat. Julio and Calvin Ridley?
1: What did they do this past season? Just Julio,
0: okay, Julio Galvin, really? Calvin, really? Calvin Ridley, s- second team All Pro.
1: I'm speaking from this season Julio, that just Julio, finished.
0: Julio. It don't matter what you trying to go off of. I'm speaking bro. from this Evans season that just finished. Evans didn't have his best season this year either. Evans didn't have his best season
1: this year He have his best
0: season this year. He still touched a thousand yards. What you saying? So are you telling? Are you telling me that you are taking Mike Evans and Chris Godwin over Calvin Ridley and Julio?
1: Yes, right now, yes
0: biased as fuck. That's biased that's not as fuck, bias. That's biased as fuck, You want to make a poll? You want to make a poll? Bro, make yes, a poll. bro, because that's crazy. You're not oh. taking... Bro, Julio Jones? Julio Consuevos? You taking... Oh. What? Oh, Mike Evans? Come on, bro. You always get me like this, bro. You, I'm you telling you. Crazy. I, you I, be I'm talking a, I'm crazy. I'm you be talking poll. crazy, bro. I told you, it, I'm be talking
1: you're
0: talking okay. crazy. It's right, okay. Bro. I'm going to do the poll. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. But let's move on to Two Wild Wednesday. What we got for Two Wild Wednesday, bro? We got a couple we already talked about, but let's slide through them. The NBA should add a 1v1 tournament to All Star weekend. Two Wild or Not Too Wild?
1: not too wild i feel like it's necessary and like you said earlier the dunk contest need to just be taken out unless we put real ass dunkers in there. so i love to see one-on-one tournament it don't even got to be the biggest names i feel like even putting small names in there to see new talent that we just don't see on the regular like what if you get a player from uh what's a random ass team what if you get a player from the kings that people not really looking at he entered the tournament and he ended up winning that shit you'd be like whoa like I ain't recognized this dude before, but now I'm paying attention. I feel like it'll be a new platform for more players to broadcast their name for the players who don't get noticed that much.
0: And they can have a they can have a lot of people enter that, too, because it could be some shit going on both sides of the court. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, they, can do, they can do a lot of shit with the 1v1 shit, bro. Way more entertaining. So, yeah, definitely not too wild. That was 87% not too wild. Uh, Dak Prescott was overpaid and did not earn his big contract. SMH, too wild or not too wild?
1: <laughs> i said not too out. y'all heard <laughs> y'all heard me explain
0: why <laughs> <laughs> all right bro i got uh yeah too uh too uh too out on that which super team would you rather have the heat from 2010 to 2014 the warriors from 2016 to 2019
1: or the nets currently i voted for the heat and I'm not surprised that the Warriors won this poll. I expected the Warriors to win this poll. I'm not even going to yeah, lie to you. They, they
0: should definitely win this poll. They should definitely win this poll.
1: <laughs> I, I picked the Heat, though. I, I just feel like prime Braun in Miami was the freight train Braun, which is crazy. With D-Wade still, before his knees just completely mm-hmm. gave out. Yeah, I got to go my with dad. that team.
0: Chill out, my nigga. No, you, just you talking saying, about a you, talk, you talk, no, nigga. you, you talking real disrespectful in that I can I can handle a little slight, but you trying to dig it in there a little bit. I'm like, <laughs> oh calm down, calm down. <laughs>
1: and, and I just feel like the the bench that the heat had, like, bro, come on, like that, that team was just too deep. That team was way too deep.
0: But Like you said, like it should, it should definitely be uh the Warriors, though. Like, when you have four superstars, bro, or four all stars, man, it's it's too much, bro. Even though I love the Heat, I picked the Heat too, but uh, it, it, you got to give it to the Warriors. But the Nets, I don't know, like the Nets don't even give me that. Eh.
1: I, I expected but they're, they're the a Nets super to, team,
0: they're they're a super team, but I, I don't know, I got to see them win. I
1: expected, I expected the Nets to have more. Than um what they did, I didn't want to write all this because I didn't want the poll thing question to be too long. But I was assuming everybody pictured everybody healthy. Like I, I assumed everybody pictured that because I'm like healthy KD, healthy Harden, healthy Kyrie, healthy Blake Griffin, hell and DeAndre Jordan is man. But a healthy DeAndre Jordan, like all of that, I don't know. Now that's that's a scary ass thing.
0: It's a difference though because we have we can look back at those teams because we've already seen those teams like win championships. Right. But we have to look forward with that team. So we haven't seen them actually win yet. Uh, if you make this poll in a couple of years, the the, the averages or the percentages will be different. I think mm-hmm. the Nets will get some more votes if uh, if they win the next one. I, I still don't
1: think they will win, but I, I, they I wouldn't just win no. more votes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Cause I had seen a tweet, bro. Um it was from something KD had tweeted tweeted out from 2012, and it was just like, um, we have to stop doing super teams and shit like that. We gotta stop doing super teams. Like, why can't everybody get their own team and be competitive? It's just like KD and done been this on, guy. Two, yeah. Like he done been on two super super teams, like that's crazy. Yeah, bro. But that, but that's just the name of the game, bro. I can't even be mad at KD for tweeting that because I understand where he was coming from with that, but if you want to win in today's game, bro, you have to get a super team. If you want to beat Bron, if you want to beat Bron, bro, you have to get a super team against Bron, bro. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, it's just, it's just fact at this point. Uh, next one: a Former great players should be reward rewarded an ownership percentage and whatever. Oh, uh, oh, for whatever team they played for. Okay, former great players should be rewarded an ownership percentage for whatever team they played for. Too wild or not too wild.
1: I said not too wild, and I'm, cr- I'm really shocked right now that so many people said this was too wild. I, honestly, I know, that shit kind of crazy. Yeah, I've put this poll because of what I told you the other day with Kevin Garnett trying to be an owner of the Timberwolves, and they kind of like just rejected his proposition. I'm like, that's one of the greatest players y'all will ever have in franchise history, and he completely turned that franchise around for y'all and made y'all a popular name at the time that, that y'all was popular. Like. Y'all mean to tell me and like Hall of Famer and all that, y'all not finna give this man an ownership percentage? Like, that's crazy. That would be like LeBron finally retiring and not getting any ownership percentage of the fucking Cavaliers. Like, and to be honest, the Cavaliers just need to give him 100% ownership because I don't think we'll ever see the Cavs win another championship in our lifetime ever again. So I feel like, I feel like if you completely change a franchise to that extent, and like, just really are a great player like that, like Shaq. I feel like Shaq and Kobe deserve ownership percentage of the Lakers. I feel like D-Wade deserve ownership percentage of the Miami Heat. If you fit that caliber of player for a franchise, <laughs> you deserve an ownership percentage because you completely change the narrative, the culture, and the franchise itself.
0: I put not too wild, but it was, it was kind of tough for me. Because I understand what you're saying. If you're great, you got to be a part of the, the company because you did so much to raise their stock in the first place. I get it. I get it. But it's a business thing at the end of the day, bro. It's the business thing. So if you ain't putting no money in on this in the first place, you can't try to get in, at the, uh, in the back end and say, man, even though I did all this for you, this, that, the third, y'all ain't rewarding me. It's just like, we didn't discuss this. I feel like that's something that should be discussed beforehand and not rewarded to you after you're done playing. That's something oh, okay. that should be discussed. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So rewarded is a word I wouldn't use. It should be negotiated during these contract negotiations. So if KG would have went up to the Timberwolves and said, hey, I don't brought y'all this far now. Y'all want nothing before I came here. Like, okay, on this contract, I want to I want a, like a 2% of the Timberwolves. And then that can be negotiated. Okay, 2% too much. Okay, let's go 1%. Okay, cool. But we end up finding something out. But we figure something out. But I think that's that can work especially if a said that if LeBron would have came back to Miami and said give me five percent of the uh, Cavaliers they would have done that they would have did that because they know how big he is to the Cleveland but rewarded afterhand they they really forgot what you did back in the day they really it's a it's a what have you done for me lately business bro if you haven't done anything for me lately I'm not gonna reward you with that even though you did everything for the wolves I'm not gonna reward you it's something that should be negotiated though and I think that's something that will start to be negotiated in the future because these players are becoming smarter with their investments and with their money and how they can probably get more money just off the stock alone than honestly their own contracts. Cause I'm exactly. telling y'all, but these are billion dollar businesses, bro. If you just get a piece of that, 1%, 2% of that, you're set for life. That money ain't never running out. And that's another reason. That's another reason people should be on it. Cause that money ain't never running out, bro.
1: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like I feel like yeah. that should be something that you should automatically get. Like, no matter what happens to you after your NBA career, if you reach the level of greatness that is expected, like in a contract that you come to an agreement with, like you said, if you reach that, it don't matter what happened to you. It doesn't matter if you pass or anything, that could be for your family. Like you can sign off and say, Hey, if I pass, I want my ownership stake. If I get if I'm granted, if I earn an ownership stake, I want it to be passed to whoever if I so happen to die before I get to spend it or anything. And it's gonna be continuous. Like you said, the company ain't going nowhere. Like the league's still gonna be here. Even if the value of the team goes down, you're still gonna get your percentage. No matter if the percentage number um has to change, or well, the percentage number won't change, but the dollar amount, no matter whether the dollar amount changes, you're going to get that annually. So I just feel mm-hmm. like it's time for the league. And the teams to actually let the player, and the players have to force that. I feel like the National Basketball League players, the Players Association, and the um the MLB, the the it ain't gonna be it ain't gonna be for
0: everybody now. It ain't gonna be for everybody now. These are for the elite, elite players, like the Browns. That's what I'm saying. Like, but uh, the that's culture changes. Like, everybody can't get a piece of the covenant Oh, yeah, these are yeah. the, yeah. the, the, yeah, the legends. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, that's what yeah, I, I said. For every sport, for every sport, I feel like it should really be like that. For every sport. M- NFL, MLB, uh, NHL, all these leagues. If you are the cream of the crop and you change the culture of this team, of this franchise, and not only do you have your own personal accolades, but you really... Got us a chip, or you got us multiple playoff appearances strictly off of your shoulders. You deserve ownership percentage when it's all said and done.
0: Yeah, I agree, bro. I agree, but that was that was dirty how they did KG, though. Man, I, I wanted KG to get in there with the Timberwolves, but like I said, they're not gonna reward you with nothing, bro, because these are all white people trying to get their money, like they ain't trying to cut you a piece of the pie. What have you done for me lately? But I think it's something that should be negotiated. So I, I, I like that question, though. I like that question. Uh, the NBA should get rid of the dunk contest. We already talked about it. Too wild or not too wild?
1: Not too wild.
0: All right, all right, bro. Let's talk about the new league. So, overtime's new league will become a more popular route for high school players than the G League. Too wild or not too wild?
1: Not too wild. I read the article. Um, when you had dive uh, into it when you uh, when you read the poll when you made the poll, I read the article on it. I think it starts what next season, twenty twenty two, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, overtime is creating a league now for high school players 16 to 18 to where they can start getting paid at minimum $100,000. And I'm like, hey, this is this is legit. Like they're probably going to start going here more so than the G League, even though the G League kind of is a guarantee. I don't want to say a guarantee, but. They're next door neighbors, so to say, with NBA teams. So, you might have and a scouts better chance. Have the eyes the on you. Yeah, the
0: scouts have the yeah. eyes on you right there. Yeah. So,
1: the, so, overtime might not have that opportunity of like always having NBA scout eyes on you. But either way, social media technology, you're going to see these players regardless. So, I feel yeah, like yeah. overtime is doing a great thing by providing another outlet for these players. But my only problem is, is it a guarantee that you'll be eligible for the NBA? Because let's say you're 16 and you're doing the overtime thing. Is that like, like six from 16 to 17, if you do that, are you automatically eligible for the NBA or do you have to graduate yes. high school first?
0: I think you have to graduate high school, but they have an a, a academic program in there to help you graduate high school, though. That, oh, that's okay. something that was talked about in the article. And also, they said you are you will get $100,000 if you are a part of the league, but they say even because if you get in the league, if you become a professional, you give away your NCAA, right? So you can't play in the NCAA, and you can't play in... uh, I'm blanking on something else. You can't play in high school again if you go early, if you go early to this pro league. But they said if you just do decide to go to college and you figure out that basketball really isn't your thing, they will give you $100,000 towards your school, like your tuition and things like that as well. So they will give you another $100,000. And that's that's crazy, bro. And I also heard that this is for 30 players. So you have to be another... You don't have to be elite like G League good because those were like elite elite players, but you can be a good player like a five star, four star player, and they're gonna have your name and to be a part of uh, this league, bro. And I think it's good, bro. I think it's gonna be a real popular route than the G League because I think more but people the, will be have access to it.
1: The thirty players thing was throwing me off. Like, what do they mean? Like, only thirty players? Like that that threw me the hell off.
0: I'm guessing they're they're only letting thirty players into this league. Cause I want to say it will be four to five teams. Cause with thirty players, you can make six teams for like five five players each team. So I'm guessing you have a six six team league, and so you only have thirty players. So they're maxing in that thirty. Not, they're not gonna pay everybody a hundred thousand. They're not gonna pay everybody to to get into this league. It's only for these. That's, that's what 30 I'm saying.
1: Players. So I'm like, it's just gonna be starting fives for You're gonna have six teams of five. I don't know how the like, teams
0: are going to be set up. Yeah, I don't know how the teams. Yeah. That, I didn't read anything about how the teams, but they only said it's yeah. going to be 30 players. So you still have to be elite to good to get into this league in the first place. So um, Cause that but that's yeah, why yeah, I was thrown off. That.
1: Yeah, that's why I was be surprised by that. About. I'm like they must just only be doing starting fives and the quarters must be yeah. way different. Like it might not be no whole it might be 5 minute quarters or some shit like that because of the fact yeah. you only got starting fives. So
0: the, it still could be like regular quarters, but you just gonna have to be in shape to run those run those uh run the whole game and things like that. But I understand it because, like you said, it's only 30 people, so those 30 people are going to get the hundred thousand dollars. You can't let everybody come into your league because then that's too much money getting handed out at that point. So 30 players, it's like 16. I feel like six teams is a good sample size, and it's all okay. a really it's really all about getting attention on you. So if you're 16 to 18 and you don't feel like attention is really getting on you in your high school you can go to this if you feel like you're elite and get real attention you can have probably nba scouts or uh people from overseas that's why that's another good thing about this This just this just isn't for the nba this could be for overseas as well so if you don't want to go to the nba if you don't have that nba people could have seen you in this league from overseas and said i want to give, give you a chance over here and then maybe you can work your way to the NBA. So, this just isn't like a straight to the NBA route like a G League uh, predominantly is. So, this could be for uh, overseas as well or any other professional league. So, 16 to 18, I'm not going to be mad at it, bro. And I think it will become popular down the road. And I honestly think if this is a real success, it'll be more than 30 players because if this jump really gets the buzz, and it's going to be 50 players because then that money is going to be rolling in. And it's gonna be all about the views. So if people are getting watching it and viewing it and watching the players and those players' followings are growing, they're gonna keep adding more players so more players can be eligible to get into this league, bro. So I'm I'm excited, bro. I'm I'm excited oh, and, to uh, see it.
1: Go go ahead and give you a shout out to LeVar Ball, because like you said, hey, if he didn't try that where? shit, none of none of this shit would be happening if he didn't at least try his shit that he was trying.
0: Exactly, and it's funny because I'm reading. I think I was reading the the New York Times or some shit. The article I was reading, and they really threw a shot at Levar. They was just like they said something like failed Levar ball attempt uh, to do the JBA. And I'm just like, y'all ain't giving this nigga his true credit for what he started with that. Yes, he failed, but if he didn't start this, overtime would not be doing this in the first place. And I, me and Edgar were talking about this before. I truly think LeVar Ball is a genius, bro, With the when it comes to the marketing, when it comes to creating his own company, when it comes to starting this JBA, when it comes to the Facebook television show. He really starting a lot of this shit that will become popular down the line. When it comes to the sports basketball show, I think Sharif Cooper and his sister are starting a Facebook show. So that's becoming a thing. I think more families will create their own companies in the future because they know how much money they can get with that. And they see how LeVar Ball did it, and they will improve on that. And that's, and that's the thing. A lot of people take for granted, like, the ground level. They always see, like, the top, like, an overtime doing that thing, but they never watch the ground level and how it could be improved to get to an overtime. But we had to start somewhere to get to this overtime. And because LeVar Ball JVA starter.
1: Nobody yeah, wants to be that trial and error. Like, LeVar exactly. Ball was willing to be that trial and error
0: exactly and and we and we usually throw that trial and error dude to the side like you ain't the one who's gonna get the credit for it even though you did do the trial and error you didn't you failed though you know what i'm saying right. and we're so scared of failing and so scared to give a failure it's credit that it motivated somebody else to become great at it so that's what i'm saying lavar ball deserves his credit for what he's doing bro you know what i'm saying he might talk a lot or whatever he really gonna calm down so i don't know why he'd get so much hate now but he started a lot of this shit and i think A lot of the things that he started, like I said, with the JBA, the big baller brand, the sports television and Facebook show will become uh, big things uh, down the line, bro.
1: And another thing about the Facebook show thing, uh, I'm going to try and watch this uh, Sierra Canyon thing that they're doing right now with Bronny and uh, Z Wade and all of them boys who playing for Sierra Canyon right now. Like they got like an actual documentary type thing on them right now. So even though it's not family, oriented with just one particular family the entire team itself you're gonna you're gonna get to see the locker room chemistry of one of the top high schools in the nation you're gonna see how each kid is affected differently with this situation that they end up being famous before they even get to college before they get to the the next pro level of any sort so mm-hmm. i feel like levar ball get his credit with that too because even though it's not family oriented it's still creating a landscape to view players before they even get to a certain age
0: exactly bro that's all i'm saying bro. y'all gotta stop we gotta start with the lavar ball hate and start appreciating what he's doing like i said when i'm reading the new york post i'm like damn they throwing a shot at this dude for no reason instead of giving him credit for what he did in the trial and error they throwing a shot like yeah he failed at that but we see what's going on now we see overtime it's just like bro, y'all don't understand how hard it is to start a league bro to start a whole league niggas don't take that for granted bro because what Overtime uh, did, they seen what he did,
1: and they was like okay, built on it. He failed at this, this, and this. What can we do to not fail at this, this, and this? That's all it was.
0: And got smarter minds to to be around it. Like these dudes got like NBA executives, NBA players running the overtime uh the company. So they got that. They got I think Kevin Durant is an is a, an investor. Carmelo's an investor. So they got NBA minds actually. Talking about this, discussing what can be done in this league, bro. So they got smarter rounds around this, this, uh, around this overtime. I want to say it's overtime elite, uh, new overtime elite. So y'all gotta just watch out, bro. I just that's all I'm gonna say, bro. Just give Levar his credit. That's all. All right, bro. Let's move on to the next one. Which player is most likely to be traded by the trade deadline? Victor Oladipo, Kyle Lowry, Zach Levine, or Lonzo Ball?
1: Uh, I think Victor Oladipo. I would like Villa. I, I don't know if you said this or not. You probably have, but did you say Victor Oladipo to the Clippers?
0: Nah, I, I said Victor Oladipo. Nah, I didn't
1: say I, oh, I, would Lowry. Like Ol- I said Lowry to the Clippers. Lowry, I would like Victor Oladipo at the Clippers because I feel like he could definitely be a great facilitator for them. I feel like you would just have to give up, um, well, not just because he's a great player, but you have to give up a Lou Will and maybe a, a first round pick or something like that as for an even trade with uh with Houston. But I feel like he could definitely be a great scorer for them to go alongside Kawhi and Paul. I feel like uh, he definitely can help them on the boards, even as a guard, because he's what averaged like five rebounds his whole career. So I feel like he could still help on the boards and be a great facilitator. So I feel like Victor Oladipo has the best chance out of those four names to be traded. And I feel like the Clippers would be the best fit for him.
0: Uh, I would say Kyle Lowry. I think Kyle Lowry has already sold his house in Toronto. So I think he already on the move. I think Philly is in the race to get him. Uh, the Clippers, I think Miami's still in that race, but I think he will be the one t- to get traded uh, over the other three. And I'll save the other one for a two-hour Wednesday for later. All right, bro. So we got social media wants to know. I haven't had anything for that. You got anything for that? Nah. All right, oh, uh, to.
1: We could do the um, the Jasmine Sullivan thing. Who we think gonna win out of that one?
0: Yes, sir. Fantasia mm-hmm. versus Jasmine Sullivan versus <laughs> is on March 20th, I want to say. Yep. It was on March 20th so yeah, yeah yeah so who you got winning bro and it's funny because I was I was I already wrote this down that we were gonna talk about it and I listened to Jasmine Sullivan's best hits right so I'm like cause I'm like damn I'm really unfamiliar with her right and I'm like damn I don't think she's touching Fantasia bro after listening to what her top hits or at least on Apple music what her tops hit her top hits are I'm like, she not touching Fantasia, bro, just from what I listen to.
1: I don't know. I just, I think Jasmine Sullivan is the better singer. So I just feel like her hits might hit a little bit different than Fantasia's. Fantasia is an excellent singer, by the way. I, I love Fantasia. I love both of them. But I don't know. I'll probably just side with Jasmine just because I like her singing ability better.
0: Jasmine, because um, the ones I knew was like Lions, Tigers, and Bears, uh, Break the Windows at Your Car. And there was another foolish, one,
1: that was real popular. I think it's another one called uh, damn. I don't think it was called Foolish. Um, nah, that's it was challenge. the one with Missy, the one the one with Missy Elliott. What she'd be like, I feel so foolish, stupid. Oh my god, uh, um, I didn't listen to that one. <laughs> damn, I want to go, but I keep coming back. Oh my god, what's the name of that song? Missy, you, you know, Missy, hop on and be like, dude, Jasmine. I was yeah. like, oh, my God. Damn, I can't <laughs> think of the name of that song. When I do, I'll let you know.
0: But that's that's what I'm saying. Like, Fantasia, bro, she just had so many hits. She can probably say the, she's a the better singer, but Fantasia got too many hits, bro. And when I was listening, and it was a lot of her new album, because Jasmine Sullivan just dropped a new album. It was a lot of her new album and, like, her top, top hits or whatever. And I'm just like, she's not going to play her new shit in her verses. Like, she's going to play all old shit. I'm thinking, yeah. So I'm like, if we just go about old shit, then I gotta get out of Fantasia, man. It's just too. She, look, she might play
1: one new song. She might play one new song for like one of them. Nah, the cause rounds. niggas gonna feel away about it. that. Cause yeah.
0: niggas gonna feel like uh, how Gucci was doing. Gucci had to play that one Boy, new song. Yeah.
1: He, he played like play new songs new song. right off the bat. Jeezy was like, bro, you playing new shit already, bro? Like, what? Like, I still got old shit. I ain't played shit. You trying <laughs> to play new shit now? If you wanna take it then we can take it there. I'm just saying. <laughs>
0: Bro, I feel like I feel like Gucci really didn't want to play his new his uh his new shit, but it's just like Jeezy had so much old shit, bro, and so he knew Jeezy had no new shit.
1: shit.
0: He was like, Jeezy ain't got no new shit, so I can hit this nigga with that because I want to say he said that too. He's like, you ain't got no, oh, you ain't got no new shit, nigga, and he had played his new shit. I was like, okay.
1: And then Jeezy said, Jeezy and his DJ, they was like, we got classics, nigga. We don't need new shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey. You is not lying, nigga. You is not lying.
0: <laughs> That's fact. That's facts. That's facts. Man, did you watch that? Um that D'Angelo versus, I even you know it was he was by himself.
1: Uh no, nah, I ain't watched it because I just didn't get the versus vibe from it. So I just yeah, I watch it. yeah. they said they
0: were supposed to get Maxwell on there, bro. Yeah, but they said it fell through or some shit like that. I was mad as fuck, bro. That shit would have been fire. That shit would have been close, too. Mm-hmm. That should have been really close. All right, bro. Let's move on to some other entertainment and current events. Silent or silence? The royal family silent, <laughs> <laughs> bro. What what is going What is going on in the UK, man? I just see Oprah out of the blue. She ain't interviewed. It felt like forever, and she interviewing uh, Prince Harry and uh Princess. Uh, what's her name, Meghan?
1: Megan. Like, what's going on? in yeah,
0: what's going on in the UK, bro? Give us the scoop.
1: We, we're we finding out that the royal family is racist which I don't think is a surprise to anybody Um, I feel like this is a big reason yeah, nah, I ain't going to say the only reason because it might have been other shit but I feel like this is one of the biggest reasons why they left the royal family and moved over to this side of the world anyway and didn't want to be involved with them no more because of the racism so I'm not surprised by that. They moved to though, America? I No nah, I think they moved to Canada I think they moved Oh to Canada. for
0: real? I did not know yes. that
1: yeah, they're not oh, wow. living with them at all. So and, and that was a while ago. I think that was like early last year, I think they did that. But wow. um the fact that the royal family was really concerned about what the skin tone of the baby was gonna be, I'm like, yeah. okay, Megan Black, but she's definitely mega could damn to say she could say she's, she's, white, white, passing, yeah, she's like, white passing bro yeah she's white
0: passing bro she could
1: damn to say she white on applications if she want to so the fact that she's that light skinned and y'all still worried about the baby complexion I'm like yeah y'all racist as hell They that's really it weird. had nothing
0: to do with the complexion it was just like I know you got black in you and I don't want any black in my grandson that's really what they were thinking in their minds but that shit was Real. ridiculous bro they, they, they pushing this shit way too far I was I was more intrigued even though the baby was really the topic of conversation I was more intrigued by like the threatening uh Megan like because we already know what happened to princess Diana back in the day of like yeah. all the conspiracies about they knocked her off her off of the princess uh threshold or whatever and killed her but do you think they could be looking at that bro princess Megan do you think she is in harm's way do you think they I, I
1: wouldn't be surprised um maybe not as much now maybe not as public now because of how social media excuse me social media and technology is to where it's like you can't just do no shit like that and people not gonna notice (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so i i don't think it would be as big of a situation but i wouldn't be surprised if they was low-key scheming at the crib like we gotta get rid of this bitch. <laughs>
0: yeah, because that's what I'm thinking. Like, would they do that again? Because we already have conspiracies about y'all doing this before. Would y'all be bold enough to do it again? Cause y'all really work, you didn't get in trouble for the first time the conspiracies came around or the rumors. So would y'all do it again? And what what is the security looking at looking like at Megan and Harry's house? Like if a hitman, quote unquote, a hitman were to come around, would they let them in? Like if it was somebody familiar to the royal family, because I think that's how Princess Diana ended up getting uh, killed by somebody who was like familiar to like the royal family. What if that were to happen with Prince, uh, Princess Meghan and Harry? Somebody came around, you let them in and you let them get close to the, the royal family and they end up killing her. Like what's, what's going to happen there? Is this going to be another Princess Diana situation or are we going to immediately know what's going on? Are we going to act like it's not the the royal family that's doing this like i want to know like how that would go obviously i don't want her to get touched i don't want her yeah, to get hugged, but, I'm, but <laughs> I, I i i fear for her is what i would say i fear for her because she's getting all these threats about being uh about uh being black and things like that it's just like man if you're getting that much pressure knock on wood but man and I'm, it was uh you.
1: it was one of those um good morning uk Reporters who are on every morning, and he he walked off set because he was trying to defend the royal family and everything, and he he walked off and retired and all of that shit. I'm like, boy, some of y'all white people will defend that racism (laughs) (laughs) to the day y'all die, boy. Oh my god, some of y'all would defend that shit like it ain't nothing. I'm like, and them
0: niggas so old, bro. They so they look like
1: they dying, like they look (laughs) dead while they (laughs) walk. <laughs> I see literally, the picture of the one bro. dude. I'm like, and hey, that's how Michael Jackson looked in one of the videos.
0: <laughs> bro, <Bruh, laughs> that nigga literally looks dead, bro. I don't know what's going on over there. Bro. <laughs> them niggas got to be 120 years old, bro. That I'm like, and hey, that's crazy. how Michael
1: Jackson looked in the Ghost
0: video or some shit like that. I'm like, bro, <laughs> that was shit crazy. ridiculous, bro. But definitely pray for uh Princess Megan, bro, and her family, because, hey, y'all don't know what the hell the royal family got up their sleeve, but they sneaky as hell. But, yep, let's move on to this Poo Shiesty and Kodak news, bro. What, what What's the scoop on this?
1: I had a lot of Kodak fans up my head <laughs> when I said, <laughs> <laughs> when I made my status on this. Let me just start off by saying Kodak was not wrong for what he was saying, he just was wrong about how he went about it. So now that I've said that, basically, Kodak want his respect. He's um, he's noticed a lot of people in the game nowadays trying to make it sound like they came up with the way people spread their money out and all that shit. We know Kodak started that. People have always like made money fans and shit, but Kodak, the one who really started that spreading on my limbs type shit. So he seen other niggas like Lil Baby and people like that saying that in their songs, he sees certain lyrics, people saying, I started this, I started this, the whole pulling your teeth out type shit. Like, we know Kodak is no like notoriously famous for that. So he's he made a video about that and he said Lil Baby name in the video. Didn't say Pooh Seisty name at all, but Pooh felt some type of way about that because I think Kodak also said brr in the video. And Pooh is famous for saying brr and, you know, get it back <laughs> in blood and all that shit. So Pooh felt some type of way when he said that. And he thought he was being funny towards him. And he posted that Kodak was being lame. He lost respect for him and all that. And then Kodak made videos clapping back at Pooh Shisty. Pooh made a post clapping back at him. And now it's a situation where I feel, what is Gucci going to say? Because Gucci tight with Kodak. But Gucci also is who Pooh assigned under. So I'm wondering, is Gucci going to be the middleman that get one of these niggas to calm down? Or is this going to be an ongoing beef? Because Pooh t- said to Kodak when he made the post, he was like, bro, I rock with your music. Like, I wanted to do songs with you and shit. But if this internet shit got you acting lame, like, I ain't even finna be around you. So I don't know. I don't know what to think.
0: <laughs> bro, why are they arguing about <laughs> spreading money on limbs, bro? The craziest shit.
1: They're grown men arguing about me, trendsetting. They arguing about trend setting. I, I say on the status, I was like, at the end of the Bruh. day, this shit stupid. Why are y'all arguing about this? Like, it's nothing to argue about. Kodak is wrong for doing that shit.
0: Cause I seen that Pooh dude was like a fan of Kodak. I had watched one video when he was like, I fuck with Kodak, like I look up to that nigga things like that. And it's like y'all got beef over who's spreading their money on Lance. Like, man, he looked up to you. Y'all niggas could have made music. Like he wanted he, he up and coming rapper right now. Y'all niggas is. Doing all that crazy shit going back and forth. I just couldn't believe what the hell I was hearing, bro. It's just stupid shit these niggas be doing, bro. Because I'm like, that bro, like... crazy.
1: Y'all know how many people done had their style bit off of and shit? Or, like, had trends follow that? Like, everybody in the industry says slime now. Do we see Young Thug getting mad about every rapper who says <laughs> slime? Like, no, because Thug, no, hey, I know I set the trend. Like, I know niggas say that because of me. Like, I don't trip on it. I feel... I'm just thankful for the fact that I'm such a big influence. Everyone knows how big of an influence Kodak is or was or whatever you want to say about it. It's just, I feel like he was on some soldier boy shit because he's trying to tell mm-hmm. people that he's an influence. And we call soldier boy lame as hell for that. For a long time, people are just now starting to give soldier boy credit. But when soldier boy first started doing it, we was like, I was the first person to do this. I was the first person. a lot of niggas said he was lame for that. But Kodak doing it now, and it's like, hey, show Kodak his respect, blah, blah. I'm like, he doing some Soldier Boy shit right now, and hey, y'all don't <laughs> want to say it. It's okay. Kodak can't be wrong to y'all niggas. It's okay. I understand.
0: And it's funny, because didn't he just make a video about how he don't do that social media shit? He finna be on social media, and then now he back the people and niggas through social media, dog. So basically, everything you said was cap. That's like basically what you said. You said, you done with the social media shit? I'm, I, I'm not trying to get into none of that. He got married and he got a fiance and all that. No, like he's supposed to be slowing down and he's in that same old bullshit. It's just like, is Kodak ever going to change?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I <won't. laughs> and it's like, I like Kodak. I don't want him to not be who he is. Like be yourself. But bro, like sooner or later, like somebody in your camp got to tell you, bro, that shit lame. Don't do that. Like somebody got to be your big homie and tell you some shit like that. I don't know. But he he is own person, he's a grown ass man at the end of the day. He do what he do. So
0: and it could be a thing, like it's not really any big homies no more. No, no OGs to tell you, like, hey, chill out. Cause we see a lot of these niggas be getting to the same old bullshit because they really don't have any OGs to tell them, like, hey, don't you ain't no need to do that. Like, you ain't gotta say all that. Like, hey, just chill out on that. They really ain't got no OGs no more. They they running with the niggas they grew up with, and those niggas become yes men. Like those niggas are not your big homies. Them niggas are not going to keep it real with you. They're just going to go along whatever you saying because you paying the bills. That's the only thing that's going to do, it, bro. So you really have no uh big brother figure in this game no more, especially for these newer rappers, bro. And that's and that's a shame, bro. Because this and shit wouldn't radio, even been happening.
1: It was a radio show that Pooh Seisty was on recently with two of the old heads on that show. They was like, bro, do you have somebody in your circle like that to tell you to sit the fuck down? Everybody telling you to like be hype like do you have somebody in your circle like that because everybody needs somebody like that you may not need multiple people but you need at least one person to tell you "Hey kodak like chill like don't do that Hey poo don't post that like it ain't it ain't worth all that i feel like that's why little baby ain't say nothing because i feel like p and coach k like when they notice kodak said little baby name and shit and um pointed him out little baby has reached the status to where bro do not get in no beef. Like, it's not worth that shit. Do not do it. And Pooh Shiesty ain't there yet. Pooh just not getting into the game. And I don't feel like Pooh understand that yet. But little Baby no, bro, The type of money I'm making now, the celebrity status that I'm at now, what am I beefing for? Like, especially by some lame-ass shit like Trent like, I feel like that's why Baby ain't saying that.
0: And a lot of people won't say this. But is Kodak really just doing this shit for attention? Because he just got out he tried to get so his name back stirring up in the media? Is he doing this for attention? Does he know this shit lame as hell and he just doing this because he just got out, he been away for a minute, let me get my attention, let me get my name back in the, the articles and the blogs again. And this is a way to get back in the blogs. So now when he dropped some shit, y'all already know Kodak was bubbling up for a minute because of this shit. So he gonna drop some shit soon. And y'all ain't gonna listen to it. Because he, he just couldn't drop some shit. He's, he's gotten to a level, bro, where... He doesn't have to do this shit like we already know kodak if you drop some shit exactly. he's gonna listen to it bro. like exactly. you don't have to bubble up attention or be attention seeking to get a nigga to listen to what you got coming up bro. like and i feel like that that's what's going on right now
1: and and my my cousin marquise i'm gonna call him out on this shit too because he say i don't call out my favorite artists like you know even i call out my favorite artists when they do dumb shit so i'm gonna call out every artist like i called out i've called out drake before for not speaking up about Black Lives Matter shit. I call out Wayne when Wayne say dumbass shit that don't have anything to do with being relevant. I call out every artist, no matter if you're one of my favorites or not. I feel like if you're doing lame shit, you're doing lame shit. If you're not speaking up when you should, you need to blah, blah, blah. I'm going to call you out if I if I feel like you need to be called out. So,
0: Facts. All right, bro. And let's talk about the stimmy. The stimmy is back. The Stimmy Edgar just told me that the will be out on when? Friday?
1: Friday, yes, sir.
0: Friday. So y'all better get ready for the 1400. But the one thing I we don't did it, like Joe. Canada, We did it, Joe. We did it. <laughs> I don't know why it took so long. But this is what I will say, though. I heard that the 1400 is what we're going to be sitting with for the next three months. Like, we're not going to get another Stimmy until June. Like, why can't we be like Canada and get one every month? Like, I still don't understand, like, why that's not a thing, bro. Like. That should get on my nerves, dog. Like, why these niggas being so cheap with us for no reason?
1: The the higher ups just not gonna let it.
0: Niggas, (laughs) niggas are going through it. Still can't get jobs, and y'all giving us one fourteen hundred dollar, one six hundred dollar check, and that's gonna suffice. Like, nigga, is that even rent for most niggas? That's not even rent for most niggas.
1: That's
0: crazy, bro. Well, time out,
1: time out. Oh shit, hold on, hold on. No, bro. I can't watch this episode. I can't watch this episode. No, I got to watch it later. I got to watch, watch it later. Damn, Snowfall is on. We've we been on too long. No, We've I'm not going to tell you what's happened. I'm not going to tell been you what's happened. we
0: too long. Damn, speaking of Snowfall, we have oh movie God. and show reviews that are already out. We are we are all reviewing Snowfall. We uh, finished off WandaVision on Monday, so definitely check those out. And we also got more coming soon. We got I Care A Lot coming out soon. Judas and the Black Messiah, and we got other shows coming out. Falcon and the Winter Soldier show is coming out on the 19th, so we'll stay in that Marvel realm. So definitely keep up with the movie and show reviews. Uh, past the ox, bro, what you got for past the ox song of the week?
1: <laughs> I'm so <laughs> upset right now, <laughs> cause what I just see that happened it looking on like the damn, show.
0: Leon got shot. Leon got shot.
1: I'm not gonna tell you what happened. Not- I'm hurt. I don't know if you'll be hurt, but I'm hurt.
0: Gustavo uh. got hit. If Gustavo got hit, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm not oh, gonna crazy. tell you what happened. You. <laughs> I gotta watch that uh, eleven o'clock one. So yeah, I'm gonna just wait.
1: To, I'm gonna till eleven o'clock to watch it. not that I didn't miss like the first five minutes, but past the arcs, you already know. Lemon pepper freestyle, scary hours too.
0: Let's go, man. go.
1: Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let, let me pepper freestyle. The, these days, fame is disconnected from excellence. Half the time, I got to ask niggas what their professions is, bro. Come on, bro. Drake, Drake just went off for five minutes, and I don't think enough people talk about it still.
0: Facts. My song of the week is definitely this, uh, this Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack Leave the Door Open. That's yes, sir. fire. Now, I think they dropping That's an dope. album together. I'm going to keep it a beer with y'all. Even though Drake to the go, they might have they might have Adam of the year. Oh, I, would I, I wouldn't so be
1: definitely. mad at that. I wouldn't be, be
0: surprised. Anderson Pack I already know he that nigga, and then you got on Yo. Mars too. Man, you put that together—that's some scary shit.
1: Anderson Pack is crazy, bro. Like he—he he talented for real. He don't get enough credit in this game, bro. He, he don't. He, he really don't. Get don't. Credit in because this game. Anderson Pack That freshman, that freshman class that he was in, he was one of the most talented artists, and people overlooked it because. Everybody else was hot at the time. Like Kodak was really getting into his fame for real. Yachty was getting into his fame for real. Like niggas was finally un- on waking up on G Herbo and shit like that. I feel like everybody else had more fame than Anderson Pack at the time. Uh, Little Dicky had like two songs out that was on the charts at the time. So Anderson Pack wasn't really thought about at that moment. But he was one of the most talented people at, in my opinion.
0: Bro, I think it got like two to three classics already. You can say Venice, Malibu, Oxnard, Ventura. You can say all oh, them bitches was great. I don't know about Ventura, but the first three uh Venice, Malibu, and Oxnard, fire. Every time I go into the mall, I hear like three of those songs like on replay at all times on that uh that one album. So definitely shout out to that nigga, bro. But uh, but yeah, three pack from the goat, bro. So all of them was fire to you.
1: <laughs> uh, what's next was um that was the commercial song. Um, that's the song that you're gonna hear probably on the next 2k. That's the song you're gonna hear on commercials and shit. Uh Once and These with little baby. That shit was hard. That shit had a lot of bars in it. Nah, I'm banging with
0: that one, bro. I skip it. I skip that one and go to Lemon Pepper. No, uh, I skip that, one that shit e's, had bro. bars. What? Look, I, I don't I don't fuck with. It. Drake verse little baby shit was fire, but that Drake shit at the beginning. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh... I,
1: I I you you could say both of them probably didn't have bar, but it was definitely bars in that song. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Baby shit was, was
0: fire. Yeah, baby shit was fire. Yeah, but the I, first part I'm, I'm like right.
1: mm. Shit had bar. Yeah, I, I love it because I usually don't hear that from Drake. Like the way he came on that bitch and just went without the beat and shit. I'm like, whoa, I ain't used to that. So he he gave me some different shit with that. And then Lemon Pepper Freestyle, it gave me, like, nothing was the same vibes. So, I, I fucked with that. And that beat Rigor. was fire as fuck. That, yeah, I didn't
0: try, 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 try. I'm like, yeah, Bro, I Drake like, yeah. already know how to get over. He know his pocket. That's the thing about Drake. Drake know what pockets he can go in and out of, bro. He know that soulful pocket, bro. Oh, my God. That nigga Drake the GOAT. And I see Derek talking about Drake the GOAT. Yeah, I was like, come ah, on, like, there's like there's only to go. That nigga the GOAT, man. You're tripping. That nigga can put Wayne, anything and it's gonna be fire.
1: Wayne, my personal goat, but if I just gotta keep it a bean and say overall, who dead ass, like all bias aside, who the goat is Drake. No, That's no right. other answer. No other it's answer. It's too universal. <laughs> And for everybody who say Tupac, I'm going to just keep it 100 with y'all. Like, y'all need to stop saying that. Like, because y'all. Act, <laughs> like, because like, only reason, like, I'm, the with, reason, you I'm, you, I'm man, with you, though. I'm with you, though. I'm with you, though. Bro, that man has been gone for I don't know how many years. <laughs> 25, 25, 26 years now, bro. And we, we've definitely. Niggas have, have surpassed
0: him. him. Niggas have surpassed him.
1: We've definitely heard better artists than Tupac. He's definitely still going to be top 10 overall. But, bro, it's been damn near 30 years since that man been gone. And we and like he got more music coming out of no shit like that. We've heard all the music from Tupac that we're going to hear. So, it's I'm
0: going really to. It's only really two niggas in this GOAT conversation to me. It is Drizzy, it's Jay Z. Those are the two niggas that are in the GOAT conversation when it comes to rapping, bro. When it comes to longevity and hits, got to give it to them two niggas. And that's why I said that versus between them niggas would be crazy. But Jay-Z is up there, bro. Jay-Z is definitely the GOAT. If it wasn't for Drake, he would be the GOAT of this whole thing. Because
1: the reason I really just want a lot of... And I feel like by the time we turn 30, it ain't going to be no more people saying tupac to go anybody that say tupac to go gonna be 50 and older they didn't that hear point. him they didn't hear
0: him growing up yeah
1: anybody anybody our age or afterwards not gonna say tupac they'll put him in the top 10 off of just og status but they're not gonna say it because of his skills i'm gonna keep it 100 with y'all more a lot of y'all are in love with the full scale of tupac more so than just who he was as a rapper if we just talking overall like Tupac was one of the realest niggas that ever walked this earth. I keep it 100 with y'all on that point. But if we're just talking straight rapping, like, he's definitely been passed a few times. Like, I, I can't I can't lie to y'all with that.
0: Yes, sir. I completely agree. <laughs> Three-pack from the GOAT. We need more of that jersey. We need that album in a couple more months. For sure. For sure. All right, bro. I think that's it. Uh, you can hit it with the social media.
1: You can follow us on Twitter at QE Podcast One. You can follow us on Instagram at QANDE Podcast. You can follow and like our Facebook page. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click the notification bell so you can see anytime that we drop new episodes. Our Snapchat, QE Podcast, and our email is QANDE Podcast at gmail.com for any business inquiries, questions, or concerns.
0: Yes, and subscribe to all of our podcast platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Subscribe to the YouTube QS on E Podcast. And definitely subscribe to my YouTube, uh, Quincy Hicks. Just type that into the search bar and uh, press subscribe. Got a new video coming out tomorrow, bro, on Gilbert Arenas and d Could have been a possible duo. Definitely look that up. Definitely look that up. And I really appreciate y'all for listening. And we out. Peace.